Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite Kingdom Chick, Dr. Hell here. And once again, we are in the building. We're in Kingdom Life Studios, y'all. And it's another Monday. So that means it's time to get real. It's time to talk about the things that we as women want to talk about. I was just telling our co-host just a minute ago, look, this is not for the pulpit. This isn't for, for a conference or for some um, some preaching uh, engagement, but this is real talk for real women talking about real relevant things that need to be spoken about right now. And so we're coming live and y'all, I am so excited because tonight's episode, the title of it is called Why Not Me? Why Not Me? And y'all, when I tell you that this is so real to me, is because I asked God those very same questions. I asked God, why am I going through this? I'm a good woman. Why am I getting such bad husbands? God, I'm a good woman. Why am I going through such horrible relationships? Why am I, Why is my name always being talked about? Why are people looking at me funny? You know, why me? And I'm serving you and I'm worshiping you. And God I had to remind me of something. And he reminded me of Psalm 23. Psalm 23. And we all know it because we recite it so often. It, it begins as it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He making me to lie down beside green pastures and all that stuff. But one, one part of that we overlook. And it says that, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Y'all, it says that we shall walk through. David was reminding us he had to go through some valleys. We will have to go through some valleys. We will have to experience some hardships. Paul said that it's inevitable. We will have trials. We will have temptations. It's inevitable. And so we know that we're going to have to go through it. And so because we know that rather than questioning God, rather than saying, woe is me, God, why me? We should just begin to embrace it and say, God, why not me? I was built for this. Sis, you were built for this. You were designed to be able to withstand. You were created in such a way that baby girl, nobody can do it the way you can do it. Nobody can get through the way you can get through. We may be coming through with, with messed up mascara, but since we are coming through because scripture says, yay, do I walk through? That means we're not staying right there. I'm not about to get all in there right now. Y'all, I'm getting too excited. Let me bring on our guest, our co-host today. She needs no introduction, y'all. So many of you know her around the area. She goes by Simply Deanne. And when I tell you this woman is doing phenomenal things in the kingdom of God, in her community, I'm bringing her on simply Deanne. She is a mentor. She is a, a, a research, a medical researcher. This lady has so many accolades that I'm going to allow her because I know I'm going to mess them up. I'm going to miss some of them, sis. So I'm going to allow you to tell us right quick, sis. Tell us who, about yourself and who you are and what you got going on, Deanne. Well, hello. And first of all, I want to tell you, thank you very much. I'm so uh, honored that you asked me to be a part Absolutely. of this uh this project this this show uh this message that's going out to uh i know prayerfully is going to touch a lot of people tonight just because it it, it is because that's what the spirit has already spoken to me mm -hmm. so um yes i go by the name simply deanne um i soon to have a book coming out yes, yes. and uh, by day i am a senior auditor on the Moderna COVID project. And I've been doing medical research now for the past 24, well, 25 years this year. She don't and even look at y'all. She don't even look it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying, I'm trying. So, um, 
and I, um, I am the mother of uh, three beautiful children. One is deceased, and so I have my beautiful daughter and my handsome son. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's my full time, full time job. Yes, yeah. it doesn't stop. It doesn't it stop. Doesn't, it doesn't stop. So as we um, were talking earlier, and mm-hmm. we uh, we connected on so many levels when we first met. Deanne and I met through um, the impact program for for when they began to bring in the girls. And she was one of the mentors that uh, Nevaeh and Christian, my daughters, gravitated to. She took an interest in them and she really, really encouraged them because she saw potential in them. And that's just the type of woman that you are. You have no problem with pouring into other sisters. Girl, and it, it, you, that's rare these days because so many women... <laughs> That we don't we don't want to pour into one another. We don't want to share our experiences in the in the hope that it will help somebody else. But you did just that with my daughters. We we've we've even spoken on several occasions. You shared your stories. I've shared my stories. We've gleaned from one another. And so I want you to share with us because I know that in listening to you and and reading some of your writing, since you have a story. Your life has been a story. And so I, I, and I, and I want our sisters to understand that when we're talking about why not me, we never see beyond the, the current issue that's in front of us. We never see beyond the circumstance that's right there. And so we think that if we do, if we can't overcome it and we can't see ourselves on the other side of it and we can't see our way through, but you're living proof <laughs> that there is greater on the other yes, side. Yes, and so ma'am. share with us, how, in what ways have God proven that he was God in your life? In what ways have God just shown up and say, sis, I got you. I'm your daddy. You don't have to worry. Who? where would I start? Because there's so <laughs> many, there's so many that would, that would encompass my whole life. Uh. Um, but, you know, I, I, I did um, actually pray before I uh, came on today. And so I asked God, what? what would he have me share Mm -hmm. with people how he has proved himself in my life? So it is a, um, a rather, uh, emotional story, but when I was 19 years old and, and actually this is the first time that I have said this, uh, publicly. So when I was 19 years old, I, uh, tried to commit suicide and so by the mere fact that I am still here tells me very much so that there's an assignment, there's a purpose for my mm-hmm. life because that was not successful. So I don't know if I would say that that's, uh, I've, I've had many moments after that, but I would say that that was a very profound moment because had I been successful, mm. then I would not be here right now and I would not be able to share the many testimonies. That's that's just one of them. But I would not be able to share those testimonies or, or pour into the young ladies that I, I do. And, and God has led me to um, mentor. I have several around the country that I actually mentor right now mm-hmm. uh, through my uh, profession as a medical research professional professional. Uh, um, as well as, you know, it starts off professionally, but then they're like, Miss mm-hmm. Dean, can you mentor me for real, for real? <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. Give me this knowledge. Yeah. 
Yes. So I would say that, you know, throughout the course of my life that God has continued to prove himself who he is in my life. And I am mm -hmm. where I am today because um, when we say trials and tribulations, there are many, mm -hmm. there are many you know, for all of us. We, we don't know the battle that the next person is enduring. Child. We don't know the battle that they're fighting. Yes. Uh, some people wear things on their, on their, as they would say, on their shirt sleeves. Some people internalize. Mm -hmm. so the ones that are especially internalizing, you have no idea what battles they're fighting. Yeah, that's 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 amazing. And you say that, and it brought me to my own story because since I can relate so much, so 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 much, in that I too, and many people don't know this. But I, too, tried to commit suicide when I was 27 years old, big and pregnant. And I found out that my husband was cheating on me and I wanted him to hurt the way I was hurting. I wanted him to feel what I was feeling. And the only way I knew in my young mind was to make him hurt by hurting me. Right. And so I took a whole bunch of pills and I called him and I told him what I was doing. And he said, if you hurt your, my child, I'm going to kill you. And that was like a wake up for me. It was like a revelation for me. Like, girl, don't you ever hurt yourself trying to hurt somebody else. Because if, you, if, if that would have, like you said, if it would have been successful, he would have moved on. That's right. And I would have been gone. And I thank the Lord for a, a believing paramedic because I immediately called the, the ambulance after that. And I thank God for a believing paramedic who said, I told him the story, told him everything that happened. And he was like, you know what? We're just going to tell them that you were in pain from the pregnancy and you didn't realize how much uh, medication you were taking. And wow. they pumped my stomach and all that. And it was at that moment when I was like, God, you're real. That's right. You really, really love me. If nobody else ever loves me, I know you love me because this could have ended a whole different way. And so I know and I can agree with you. I'm tearing up as I'm talking about it because I can agree. I can. I understand the pain. Oh, and, and that pain drives you to say, God, That's why right. am I going through this? That's right. Yeah. It, it, and it, it, it's hurt. It hurts. And since if, if, you, if you're out there and you're dealing with some pain and you're dealing with some issues and some trauma, by no way am I saying or we're trying to say that it's not real or your feelings aren't justified. I understand, girl. I know it hurts and I know the pain is real, but we I want you to know that you can get through it. That's right. You can get through it, girl. You said something there that was really important. God told me. Uh, in my conversations, and I guess um, through this this platform, you will it will uh, be revealed how we have conversations he and I between each other. Mm -hmm. And so he said to me a few weeks ago, "Call it for what it is. You've mm. been traumatized, and yeah. that's that's the point that in our world in which we live, a lot of people they don't want to be known as broken." Mm. They don't want to say the word broken. They don't want to um, say the word traumatized. And the yes. first time that I had to say that I had been traumatized, um, I probably 
could have created a whole new ocean. <laughs> you know, I could have created a whole new ocean with my my tears. Yeah. But the only way to to really heal and to come from something like that is to call it for what it is. And mm-hmm. and I and I was traumatized as well as so many other people that I know because we're we live in a very uh we're we're in a fallen world. Yes, yes, it's, yes. It's a broken world. So everyone is dealing with some battle uh, of their own, whether known, known or unknown to us. And um, mm-hmm. it's trauma. And you know, one of the hardest things for me, Deanne, mm-hmm. was because I had this image of myself. Mm-hmm. I had this image of how um, the community viewed me, how the church viewed me, how my family viewed me. And so when I was going through this trauma, when I was going through this brokenness, I did not want to accept it and I because I did not want to reveal it. Because exactly. if I began to accept it, that means now I got to reveal it. I got to let people know that I am broken, that I, that girlfriend yes. don't got it all together. Yes. And, yes. And, and that would kept me in a box for so long because I hid behind this image of, oh, you, 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 you're a career driven woman. You're in the church. You know, your kids are, are very respectful. And so you, you, it looks like it's this facade that everything is going well. When deep down on the inside, you're crumbling. That's right. You're crumbling. And so I, I, I know um, the effects that trauma has on especially women, because we have been designed to carry the burden. We've been designed to, to, you know, to, to just deal with it and keep moving forward. And so we put ourselves more busier at work. We get busier with our kids and we keep this, this mask on as though we are okay. That's right. And then we're crying ourselves to sleep. That's right. That's yes. Right. Yes. So look, let me ask you this. Because for me, I know at the at that moment when I was going through that, that's when I fell back in love with writing. That's that that was my outlet. That's when I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start writing poetry again. And and then, then yes. I began to write books again. And it it became my way to release what I was feeling. And so I want to ask you, and I, I probably know the answer, but what was your outlet? Like how, when you, when you were going through that trauma and when you were questioning God, why me? And God was revealing, like, why not you? How did you release? What was your outlet? Well, he gifted me with writing. Only I didn't know that I was a writer uh. until I was, uh, I was drowning in hurt in pain uh, from a relationship that did not work out. Mm. Um, A very long-term, long, long, long relationship. Mm -hmm. And through that, I found an outlet. I started writing and uh, it's sort of like what some, it's it's no different than what, um, you know, a a singer, Mm -hmm. um, you know, pick one, whoever you want. I like Alicia Keys. So pick one of Alicia Keys songs. Um, We enjoy their music, but when they wrote that song, most times, if you listen to them in their interviews, they wrote it because of what they were dealing with Mm -hmm. at that time. So now we can, it's relatable and we can identify with some things in there and so it's no different than you and I who are actually writers, because when I first started writing, I thought, well, do I really have such a gift? And so at, at one point, 
you know, God said, you're going to call yourself as you are. You are mm. a writer. Yes. You know? And uh, so I actually, there were a few other things that I did besides writing. Writing was my, my major, major release. It was, it, it still is my outlet. It's mm-hmm. my best friend. Uh-huh. And so um, I actually will, in a lot of my writings, the Holy Spirit really, really speaks to me when I start writing and I it, it flows. Mm. I mean, I could probably write a whole Shakespearean love story <laughs> in 45 minutes uh-huh. and can. <laughs> yeah, so, so, um, but I, I did some other things. I actually have, um, and matter of fact, I went back to it recently as of last week. I do acupuncture as okay. well. Okay. I do HIT training. That is for people that are like, what's HIT? Uh, high intensity interval training. Okay. Um, that was training. Like, oh, somebody is hitting you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so um so i'm in the gym okay and i do the um you know it's it's i probably out of 40 minutes i only get a minute break wow <laughs> oh yeah so a lot of release of of um any and everything yeah and uh i also um i uh, am into sound frequency healing of, okay. of music. Explain what okay, that's through music. Yes. Okay. So uh like certain certain um like 436 hertz uh frequency sound um what it has the ability to heal because different sounds because we're vibrating beings. Oh wow and right okay. now I'm vibrating you're vibrating the yes. truth is vibrating the truth is actually one of the highest vibrations. Wow. So yes. So I actually, uh, between acupuncture, exercise, my writing, and uh, you know, uh, breath work and mm-hmm. and, and um, healing sound frequencies, that has been uh, my and prayer. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. Really Can't forget that. Yeah. 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 Let me say that. That's actually the first one. Uh huh. I don't want anyone to uh, say, well, she didn't say prayer. Okay, but it's understood. <laughs> we you know, it's, it was, it was understood. Don't need to be explained. So, yes, that's the first thing. Oh, and let me add too. Um, I got a mentor. Oh. And I think that is something I heard Lisa Nichols. She is a international public motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. And I heard her a few years say that, um, and you know, that, especially with women find you a, a mentor yes so i actually have a mentor as well and yes. there will be times that i go to her um and i think she's watching too as a matter of fact so there'll be times that i go to her zen garden and uh, uh, i sit there and cry <laughs> yes and then she will take me out into uh her beautiful garden uh like cicely tyson mm-hmm. and she will you know, give me some proverb or some word of wisdom uh-huh. that changes the whole trajectory of my day. <laughs> yes, girl, powerful. So, they can yes. do it too. So those are the things that I do. I love it. I love it, y'all. And I want to continue this conversation, but we have a word from our sponsor. And so, 
Hey, what's up, sis? It's your favorite kingdom chick, Dr. Raniel here, and I would like for you to come join me here on the Kingdom Chick Live podcast. If God have come through for you, if he has shown up and showed out in your life, if he has allowed you to overcome some things, I want to hear about it. So email me at minraniel at gmail.com. That's M-I-N-R-A-N. Y-E-L at gmail.com and you can be a co-host on the Kingdom Chick Live podcast. All right. So look, let's jump into it because you were just dropping jewels just now because I think for a lot of times women, when we get in those, when we get in those ruts and when we get in those um, traumatized situations and we, we kind of stay stuck and we don't want to reach out, we don't want to seek help. And, and I know, like we said in last week's episode, that prayer is good and prayer should always be our first line of defense. But we also need to learn other ways in which to release those things that we're feeling. You know, for me, I started uh, doing yoga and I started, you know, oh, listening that. to my, my white noise, you know, the rainfall sounds and things like that to kind of help me decompress. Because, sis, if we're being real, life throws a lot at us all the time. We have so many hats to wear. Not all of them are cute like this. You know, we have so many hats to wear. We have to be a mother, a wife. We have to, you know, be ministers in whatever way, whether you're the minister of your house or in a church, you have to be a friend, a daughter, you know, an auntie, somebody's nanny. You have so many roles that you play that it is literally exhausting. That's right. And so finding time to take care of you is often on the back burner of things. But when we get to those points in our lives where we begin to question God and like, why, why, why I'm trying to do all of this. I'm being a good friend. I'm being a good wife. I'm doing all of these things. Yet, God, now I got, I, I got to deal with diabetes. Now I have to deal with infidelity. Now I have to deal with high blood pressure because it's not always just, you know, a marital thing. Now I have to deal with depression. Now I have to deal with haters on the job. It's always something. But I, I challenge y'all to to ask, like, okay, God, what is it that you need from me in this moment? Because we know that the God that we serve, He doesn't waste not a single minute. He doesn't waste a minute, y'all. And so in that in those times, whether rather than asking why me, that's why this episode is is called what it is. We need to ask God, why not me? What is it that you need from me? What is it that you need to manifest through me? What do you need me to say? Who do you need me to reach? What am I going through this for? And and I, I'm sorry, what your mama them told you, or what or what you know the the church mothers used to tell you. Don't question God, girl. Ask him. He wants to know. He wants to answer your question. So ask him, God. Why am I going through this? What yeah. do you want? I, there has been times when I've come into this studio right here and got in the corner and cried myself in a ball, saying, God, what do you want from me? What is it that you need for me to do? What is it that you need for me to hear? Who do I need to forgive? God, what is it? Because a lot of times God is trying to get our attention and he does interruptions in our lives like that, that we, we, we find these great, big traumatizing situations. And those are the moments where God is trying to get your attention because he's trying to talk you through something. He's trying to talk to you about something. And before he allows you to do anything on his behalf, he got to deal with what's on the inside of you. He has to deal with what's on the inside of you. And so Deanne, just like in, in, in the lives of a lot of our listeners and viewers, when we're going through some things and life throws those curveballs, 
how do you handle that? Like, what, what's your automatic response? Like, you know, like Kobe had the fadeaway and AI had the crossover. And so as soon as they was coming at him, they was like, you know, they was on it. Like, what is your immediate response? My immediate response is to feel. Oh, that's explain, my immediate explain, that's, girl. That's my immediate response is to feel. Because okay, you you touched on so many things. We could go in so many different <laughs> directions, and it excites me. Um, mm, mm, okay, feel. I allow myself the opportunity to feel mm. whatever emotion that I'm feeling from the situation. Um, I don't wait for someone else to give me permission to feel. Ooh. And let me come back to self-care because I, I, I'm going to have to tell you a little story about self-care. But um, I allow myself that opportunity to feel and I give myself permission. Yes. I give myself permission to. Girlfriend. So, and I put a deadline on it. Mm. So if it's something, you know, um, most of there's not going to be any problems that we're not let me not say problems let me correct myself there's not going to be any challenges mm -hmm. that we're faced with in life that do not deal with relationships mm -hmm. they all stem back to relationships you know whether it's relationship between your mother your father siblings neighbor church member yeah uh co-worker mm -hmm. husband children it all stems back to relationships. And so what I do is I allow myself, whatever the situation is, I allow myself to feel and I give myself permission to, to wallow in the mud like a pig. Mm -hmm. or, you know, now, one thing you cannot out roll a pig because they love mud. <laughs> so I know that I cannot stay there. So yes. I to it with the mindset and it's, it's about programming my mind that, okay, this happened, depending on what it is. Child so, is good. That's good. I'm going to give myself three days, four days to, to mourn, to feel. So that means that I'm actually, you know, kicking, screaming, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, and, and eventually I know when that day comes. So for example, if I've said, Hey, I'm going to give myself two days, three days. Then when that third day comes, that's it. Mm -hmm. That is it. I like that. You know, back to my feet, I go. And um, again, I allow myself because if you don't, when these situations happen, rather than suppress them, mm -hmm. because that's what sometimes we tend to do, because as you said, we have to put on the face, depending on how people see us, even within our families, mm -hmm. uh, within our communities, um, you know, the positions that we hold they if we're waiting for them to give us permission <laughs> we're gonna be waiting honey. because we are in some instances uh in those situations we are the rock that mm -hmm. they are yeah. i've been told uh oh not superwoman you're uh. not like that superwoman and i kind of want to slap somebody but anyway <laughs> so you know and um but i think the thing is to realize that we're human beings we're in the yes. dirt, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, so shall we return. And we're having a human experience in these dirt bodies. Yeah. And uh, it's real. It's and true. I don't think that we should diminish because of how you choose to uh, grieve or mourn about a situation in your life. 
um, who am I to tell you to get over it? Yeah, yeah. You know, who am I to tell you that? Um, and I think we have to allow people to go through what they need to go through so then that way they can heal. Um, I have um, my finger, this finger right here. I don't know if you can see it. It's, it's kind of crooked. Mm-hmm. Um, I Many years ago, I actually... Uh, there's a little situation and I fell. I, I was at the gym. I was, I mean, I probably was in my twenties and I fell and lady came behind me and she, um, not looking where she was going. Actually. And that's how I fell. Cause she, she bumped into me and I fell and I hit it mm-hmm. and thank God I did not have to have surgery, but I had to see a hand surgeon. And God told me just a, a few, a few weeks ago, he said, you see your finger. He said, sometimes you have to let me break it. Mm. You know, let me break it. Yes, God. Let me break it that one more time. Let me just break it so that it can heal properly. Yes. So when you don't allow yourself the opportunity to feel and go through and you continue to smother it down, you're mm-hmm. not giving yourself that opportunity to heal and to heal properly. And if you don't, your finger will be like this. Yes. <laughs> so you give yourself that opportunity. And I, and I wanted to touch briefly, and I don't know if I'm if if this would be considered jumping, but not to say that men don't, but definitely I am a woman. And so I know that I'm speaking to a lot of women out there. You're enough. Yes. You are enough. Yes, God. And so I struggled with, there were people that, um, that would say, oh, you're so pretty and oh, you're smart and you're this and you're that. And if I mentioned any of my insecurities, they thought you, what? Mm -hmm. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, I'm, I'm a real person too. Um, don't ever put me out there because, uh, I'm just a country girl, barefoot, (laughs) cows all that stuff Uh (laughs) so it was like um you know um realizing and I think a lot of that stems from I had to go back to do a lot of inner work Mm -hmm. so there was this little girl inside of me and I think that we all have a little girl yes 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 and men have little boy inside of them and so my little girl was sitting on the couch in this two-story house and um, didn't really have any furniture in it, but it was on fire. It was blazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she had been waiting for me to come back to get her. And I had to go back and get her. No one else could go back and get yeah. her. Yeah. And so from birth to the ages of seven, that's where you're developing yourself, the mm-hmm. self-image. All these things are being downloaded onto your hard drive. And especially uh, young girls who become women who, let's say, remember, we said that this wasn't pulpit talk. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Come on with it. When, when that father figure, when that, that, that father's not there to help give identity, there becomes some self-image issues. Mm-hmm. And from there, you don't know that you're enough. You, yeah. you, you haven't realized yes. I'm enough. I, I'm enough. So you set out chasing for something, but you may not know that that's the word that, you know, uh, you may not realize that that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're 
actually longing and and that's how uh i think it was kenny rogers uh looking for no looking for love in all the wrong in all places. the wrong places yeah you know and that's how we can get caught up looking for love in all the wrong places because you're searching for something that's innate something that you know because we there were to love and be loved yes and so for the most part you know people that are hurting is because they just want to know somebody loves them Mm-hmm. They want to be loved. And uh, my mentor helped me with that. I didn't realize the number of people around me that actually loved me because I was looking for them to love me in my language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not realizing, as she said, and she directed me to the book, The uh, Five Languages of Love. Mm-hmm. Is that, yeah, that's what it's five uh-huh. languages. Five and love languages, yeah. So, yeah, five love language. And so realizing that, all the time, all these people were loving me. And, but it was in another language that uh-huh. I was so focused on just my own language. Yes. So, um, you know, one of the things I definitely want to tell just, you know, any, anyone listening, love the ones who are there loving on you. Mm. Not being so consumed with the ones you want to love you who are not loving Ooh. you. Sister. So, because you will find when you stop that there are so many that are already loving you, mm-hmm. you know, and and love them. And God said, no, don't love them right. Love them well. Mm. Love them well. That's and good. so I have, um, I don't look at, so when you say, well, how do you come back from these things? Well, now, when I fall and I fall short, I'm actually glad about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why? Because it gives me an opportunity to rise even higher. Yes. Time that I fall, I make it a point because there's always something. There's always a takeaway. It's always something that I can learn. And one of the hardest things to do was one of the hardest things that that I learned was to close your mouth. No, no. Because it's easy to do this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check yourself. Yes, but it's indeed. much harder to point at yourself, you know. And so now I'm concerned about um, the infinite levels of my of my soul mm. actually expanding through those experiences. That's good. That's so good. Yeah. And uh, so I welcome them. So why not me? Yeah. Why not you? Yes, yes. You know, if if... If you stay where you are and it's not the why not you, uh-huh. how are you going to ever elevate? And that's what it, that's what it's about. Yeah, that that is exactly what it's about. It's about growing. And and I was talking about this yesterday when we're going through the the grace cycle. That means that we we sin and we go through our moments of brokenness and we go through our moments of of confusion. But then we turn back to God and we say, God, I'm sorry, please forgive me. And he does. And in in that moment, that's when we begin to be restored. And that's when God begins to pour into us and we grow. So since the things that you're going through and, and the things that you're questioning God, why you about is designed to grow you. It's designed to strengthen you so that when it comes back around, you won't be the same anymore. Guess what? You're not the same little girl making the same mistakes that you made at 16 that you're making now at 26 or 36 or 46. You're growing 
And it's a continuous cycle that as you continue to go through things, you're going to continue to grow through things. Well, sis, it's the same thing as, okay, so you're in pick a class, whatever, whatever class you want, social studies. Mm -hmm. um, my son didn't turn into social studies project. So that's what maybe think of social <laughs> studies. So social studies, um, you're in there. You've gone through lecture for four weeks. Now mm -hmm. it's time to take a test. What makes you think that you're not going because God is going to test? If you say that that's who you are, I've seen it happen with me. Uh -huh. I've seen it happen with many people. Every time. You know, oh, this is who I am. This is who I am. Oh, I'm not. And I'm, okay. Uh -huh. Okay. Because he's going to test you on just that. I guess he so will. Just like that social studies class, a test is coming. Yeah. And you're going to be tested by who you say that you are. Absolutely true. That's amazing. Y'all, it has been such a delight this evening, y'all. I am so blessed. I hope y'all were listening in. If not, catch the replay. You can find it on Facebook Live. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Music. You have to get this word because my sister was dropping knowledge, knowledge. And because and, I Look, you have said it. Why me? Why am I going through this? Oh, yeah. She has given you reasons to say, why not me? Go through it, but grow through it. Allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to cry about it. Get one of those good old ugly cries out. And when you're done, rise up and be better. Grow from it. Y'all, this has been an amazing night. I had an amazing co-host. If you want to become a part of the show, if you want to become a part of Kingdom Chick Live podcast, reach out to me at minreniel at gmail.com. Again, that's minreniel, M-I-N-R-A-N-Y-E-L at gmail.com. And you can be sitting here with me next week on the Kingdom Chick Live podcast. Until next time, ciao.